This is the Tree of Life, Season 8, Chapter 4. In this episode, we will be talking about the specific case of the closed social system, which is the family, and analyzing how it creates a hybrid structure. To start off, in past episodes, we have talked about how the basic building block of the system involves the parallel arrangement of two reciprocal pairings corresponding to affirmation, wherein one variant the first initiates and the second reciprocates, and the second, where the second initiates and the first reciprocates. In that case, the affirmational nature of the two parallel paths is such that the same impulse is affirmed in both cases, but corresponding to a distinct social actor. This is a non-binary, or fully affirmational reciprocal exchange. However, there is a distinct species of relationship corresponding to affirmation within a closed social system where there is preferential expectation matching. Specifically, in that case, the preferential nature of the exchange creates a binary reciprocation, or what I will call a tetrahedral structure, to the relationship. What I mean by this is the following. When person A, affirms an impulse, impulse 1, in person B. That means they also negate the dialectical impulse, impulse 2. While at the same time, they affirm impulse 2 in person C, and negate impulse 1 in person C. Thus, this produces specialization through expectation matching. Since effectively, impulse 1 and impulse 2, being dialectical are referentially defined self-conscious impulses. Which is to say, that preferential expectation matching produces familial role assignments via the pairing of negation with affirmation in a binary fashion with respect to two dialectical impulses. Now, this tetrahedral structure is a hybrid structure. Thus, within a closed social system such as a family, the predominating structure is not a reciprocal pairing but a binary tetrahedron. Likewise, we can see that as a hybrid structure it involves the integration of both negation and affirmation. This tells us something else as well. It tells us that role assignment requires a tetrahedral binary structure comprising both negation and affirmation. Thus, in order to influence the epigenetic synchronicity of the group, through the oxytocin-cortisol-mediated equilibrium, requires both involvement of cortisol, i.e. deference, and oxytocin, i.e. reciprocation. It is clear that this is also responsible for the generation of nonlinearity. Since these two individuals, persons B and C, exist in a lineal relationship, whilst at the same time deference for one, that is, non-linear intersections causing displacement, generate non-reciprocation with some other, resulting in substitution events. In other words, when person C experiences displacement, person B substitutes for the person causing that displacement through a substitution event, preserving the dialectical relationship within non-linearity between persons B and person C. We can see also that cortisol release since it is the product of a non-linear intersection with person B, by person E, results from an exclusive relationship between person B and person C, created by this binary tetrahedral structure. Thus we can also see that it is the dialectical orientations of person B and C, which permits reciprocation through dialectical role assignments within the closed social system. From this, we see that the phenotypical characteristics of a social actor, reliant upon their epigenetic programming, are often oriented in such a fashion 
as to facilitate the pairing of impulses by trait, manifesting as the epigenetic analogue of the allele structure corresponding to genetic heritage. That's the end of the podcast for today.